0: Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers.
1: In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. Less is more. Isn't that music to your ears at midlife? Well, it's true. So
0: many of you are doing too much physically, mentally, and emotionally. It's time to understand why you'll get more when you do less.
1: James Davis
0: and I'm Claire Davis
1: we're the Midlife Mentors here to lift a lid on how to achieve health and happiness
0: the balanced no-nonsense way
1: And welcome to another edition of The Midlife Mentors. I'm James. And
0: I'm Claire. How are you all doing out there?
1: So today we thought we would talk about the fascinating concept of when less is more.
0: <laughs> we're hoping you find it fascinating. We find it fascinating. <laughs>
1: um, it's actually one of the main pillars of our approach. When we're working with clients on our on our programs and helping them transform, less is more is one of the key things. We try to break everything down to its, its simplest format um, Mm. to make it easy to understand and follow. It's like music
0: to the ears of our clients, isn't it? it? Less is more.
1: Uh, And it spills over into everything. So in this, we're going to dive into kind of like the physiological effects, training, emotional, psychological, what's going on hormonally. Um, to give you a really good understanding as why, you know, always pushing harder and doing more isn't necessarily the best thing to do, especially at midlife.
0: Yeah, especially at midlife, because I was talking to a client this morning, actually, who was just saying, you know, at our, in our generation, at our age, um, just piling more and more pressure and more and more stuff onto yourself. It's just, it's, it's just so damaging psychologically as well. We just end up feeling completely burnt out and stressed, and we do not need that um any more than what we've got in our lives right now with what's going on in the world coronavirus coronavirus
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's interesting if we look at um first of all like the broadest example of like performance we know there's basically an inverted u-shaped curve performance that's linked to arousal and for arousal read stress and everyone sits somewhere along that curve and they'll have a different point at which they become you know uh, optimized performance and where their performance starts to trail off so imagine that inverted U curve. Um, if you're someone that like actually thrives on high stress, you, you'll be like to the right of that curve. So if you're sitting on the left side, you're just feeling under bored, routine is killing you. You're going to generate excitement to go. The thing is when you go too far to the right, you actually start to lose performance. Same thing if you sit on the left Uh, Anything that's crazy that's out there is going to really upset you, put you out of your zone. But we have to find the optimum position to get our best performance and get our stress levels correct. And often, too many of us will take too much on in one time. Mm. It's a myth we can multitask, by the way. Um, it came from <laughs> the world... Can. Women can. Oh, come on. <laughs> it came from the world of computers, uh, but our brains are not actually set up in that way. It's just we convinced ourselves otherwise. But um, there's multiple research that shows that when we multi- multitask, our performance actually decreases across all, all, pretty much all measures. But um, what happens is we try and turn out too much, and we've got so, especially in the modern world so wedded to the idea of being busy and appearing busy Mm. that we take on more and more and more and more and actually achieve less
0: well actually we we put a lot of our value on we've said this before but you know we put a lot of value on how busy we seem to the outside world because busy equals success and happiness and fulfillment for so many people you know we're in a world where yet yeah, we we've become human doings instead of human beings and i know james is going to talk a lot about the training side um i really want to share some of the stuff that i've been going through recently um uh, from an emotional perspective and a psychological perspective actually so i'm really looking forward to sharing that with you but from a uh, less is more um, perspective, I don't know whether you want to dive in and talk about um, exercise and training.
1: Yeah, let's break it down. So let's talk about um, exercise and training first of all. And one of the things we see, listen, we, we get it. with midlife. I'm um, forty eight very soon. You know, if you want to send me a birthday card, um, it's <laughs> December the second. Uh,
0: oh it's a Sagittarius, by the way, guys. It's a fire sign. So cards are fine. I'm I'm actually going to put this out there. So. I've got to talk about star signs. I love star signs. I'm obsessed with it. So is James, actually. Do you, you read the stars pretty much every morning? Yeah, it's I'll very make, cute. I'll, I'll have a look. But Sagittarius, right? This the is old like Mystic Meg. Mystic <laughs> Meg. Oh, my God. Can you remember her? Um, I went for
1: Christmas dinner with her once, you know? <laughs> Lovely lady. Going
0: off-piece slightly, but I hope you like it. Always banter between the midlife <laughs> mentors. Um, so James is a fire sign. I'm a Virgo, which is an earth sign. But, yeah, everyone thinks I am quite out there. I am loud. But James is a typical fire sign. Typical fire sign behind behind closed walls, closed doors, I should say. James is it's and an only well, child. Just
1: because I'm letting people know about my birthday. <laughs> it's
0: about me. It's about me. It's um, all about me. In my world. <laughs> anyway, the
1: point to that is like uh, we know what it's like, right? I'm i 40, I'm 48 in December, and yeah, as we age, and we've covered this in I've the got a podcast. Younger model. I've got a younger model. Very gorgeous younger model. <laughs> um cover this in loads of podcasts there's loads of physiological changes that are going on that basically make it um, a lot harder for us to preserve our muscle mass and keep our body fat low Mm -hmm. and we're not going to dive into all those um, again but what we see all the time with clients are kind of like experiencing this happening and they're kind of tweaking the bits that they think they should be tweaking so kind of trying to clear up the nutrition a little bit be a bit cleaner Um, but where they'll go wrong is they start like doubling up on the training they'll be like oh you know i was i was running twice a week for 5k uh what i'll do is run three times a week for 10k add in like some rowing and a hit session uh but all they're doing is adding to the stress on the body now as we know stress has any number of like mental and emotional uh, damage factors that it does but it also has a number of interesting physiological factors so when we train, by the very act of training puts our body into a stress response, which is what we want. But again, remember that inverted U-shaped curve. There, there's this place on that curve where we're gonna get the results we're looking for with the right amount of stress. If we aren't stressing it enough, guess what? Not great results, because we're not actually progressing. If we're overstressing it, we'll actually start to break our muscle mass down, we'll start to hold on to body fat more. This, this cortisol gets raised in our system, and it's very damaging uh and aside from the fact that it makes us hold on to abdominal fat and starts to break down the muscle tissue it's got a whole load of like mental facts as well it actually makes you like dumber believe it or not it actually shrinks uh the oh, hippocampus what, what's
0: happening to you hippocampus oh, oh. hippocampus it's your part of the brain
1: <laughs> uh narrows your focus we go going to what we call we can go what we call oh my an god, all- that allostatic is, load state that
0: is what's happening to you
1: oh my god <laughs>
0: Sorry, guys. I'm so, in a real, I real. was like this on the live workout we did this morning yeah. as well.
1: So, um, yeah, we'll see loads of clients actually just start smashing training harder and harder and harder, trying to get the result they're looking for and, and not getting the results. So they just go more and more and more and more. It's because they're doing completely the wrong thing. You actually need to dial it back, work out more intelligently and factor in your recovery time.
0: Yeah, it's really frustrating. It really is frustrating. We see this all the time and... You know, it is it is painful when people come to us and say, like James said, oh, I've been doing 45-minute sessions on my Peloton for, like, five sessions a week. And, you know, it's because you're not feeling good about it. So, let's, you know, it's basically because your body is changing. At midlife, our body is changing. We do begin to feel less attractive. I'm not saying that that's what we should be feeling, but we do start feeling less attractive. We start losing our confidence, our self-esteem. So when we're doubling down on our effort and nothing is working... And you're going hard at it all the time. It's, it's really debilitating, actually, and can get you stuck in this really, really vicious cycle of doing more and feeling less good about yourself and more beating yourself up. So just wanted to add that, that you're, you're not alone in these feelings. It is completely common. And actually, um, that is why less is more is such a fundamental pillar of our method. Because it's it's so true it is most commonly that people are just doing too much
1: yeah and you know it comes a vicious circle as well so let's paint them that the nightmare scenario um that some of you may even have experienced or be experiencing is um in a, in a quest to get the results you're looking for you're training harder and harder and harder actually the results aren't coming so, so you train harder it's increasing your stress levels um, you start to produce less neuro, neurotransmitter serotonin meaning you start to get more anxious more depressed because your cortisol is high you start to reach more sugary salty carbs for energy then your end is locked in a cycle mm. where you're eating more of the wrong things training the wrong way you know not getting the results you want and actually getting depressed It starts yeah. to impact your emotional state as well so that's what we want to flip on it and head. also
0: just on that as well when the training isn't working what we see this a lot as well what you tend to do is end up going for the wrong sorts of food for the reasons james just said but also then you're going nothing's working i'm gonna diet uh, i'm gonna restrict my calories another way and, to stress your body yeah another <laughs> way to risk rest- and also smash your metabolic rate down to the floor yeah stress your body so again that is so part of this vicious cycle that we help people get unlocked from because it's it's it is devastating to see people get locked in that and just kind of th- think that there's no way out
1: yeah, so um before we move on to Claire's stuff, like if you are locked in that right now, um maybe just just pause. And start thinking about what you could be doing workout-wise. Like the way we tend to train with clients is to give them short bursts, like 15 to 20 minutes of HIIT, which is super effective at building fitness and managing body fat levels. And it is and, for every level. And it is for every level. You can if you're not that fit, you can start yes. low and build it up. Um the important thing is, you know, no matter where you're starting, is to progress it and everyone is capable of progressing it. Uh, And to build in resistance training as well, which is key. But again, it doesn't have to mean like you're stuck in in the weights area of the gym for five hours, five times a week. You know, you want to be in and out there in like 40 minutes, tops, two to three times a week.
0: Well, yeah. And all of our um, stuff that we do actually is all at home anyway, because we do not know how the world's going anyway. We... we, um oh my goodness like with lockdown at the beginning you know even us we were having to do kettlebells and stuff at home but our clients pretty much none of them ends up having to go into the gym which is how they want it because they're busy and they want to put it you know get it into their lifestyle fit it into their lifestyle so everything can be done at home so yeah.
1: top tip we actually uh, pretty much preserved our body composition by yeah. training through lockdown when the gyms were shut just by using uh, resistance bands and kettlebells as uh, just training in a slightly different way and knowing about your your cadence of reps and your rep numbers and but again that's probably a podcast around the time actually it, it is James gets
0: all geeky about this so another thing um, where less is more this is um, something that I feel really really passionate about at the moment and just generally do as I move through my life into middle age um, I I've always tended like I actually said right at the beginning to. Judge my worth, so this is being really vulnerable, judge my worth on the output of how much work we do, um, how much value I am in the world. So it's constantly striving, 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 and um, pushing myself so, so hard on the work front. I, I know that will resonate with so many, I know it does. But actually, really, really interestingly, um, that doesn't actually always create great results. In, in fact, what it ends up doing is completely burning you out emotionally. Um, And actually taking your foot off the gas for a while can really, really help you reground, regroup and rebalance yourself. And that's something I've been really experiencing um, recently. You know, we if you listen to the other recent podcasts, we've done so much moving around. Uh, My grandfather passed away um, about, about two weeks ago now, just after we moved to Marbella. And my coping mechanism has always been when stuff like that happens, because, I speak to um, lots of people about this, but I'm going to speak to women here, Um, the warrior woman who just carries on going, 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 that's how I've always existed, so whenever anything um, impacts my life, I've always um, had that behaviour to keep on going, keep on pushing, to kind of override those feelings, I'm getting much better now at pausing and stopping and feeling those emotions and allowing them in, because the thing is, when we numb emotions, we can't selectively numb emotions, so... You know, if I numb upset and pain, I'm numbing happiness and love as well. So actually, doing more often prevents you from really being present and feeling the gratitude in your life. And it's at those points where things start to flow way more and way better. So in that sense, um, actually, the whole thing about our lives being busier and busier and busier, just putting your foot on the brakes at some point doesn't mean you're failing. It doesn't mean you're weak. It actually means you are just taking a rest. Everyone needs rest. Everyone needs to just relax a little bit. No one needs to be perfect. Everyone needs some time to regroup. So sometimes that's what we take people through the program as well. We give people strategies, mindset strategies um, based on kind of NLP, hypnotherapy, positive psychology to actually, you know, I suppose reprogram those self-beliefs that, you know, the more you're doing, the more effective and valuable you are, actually, we're all about the energy that you're putting out. So mm. if you're completely frazzled, completely burnt out, you're not the best version of yourself for yourself, but anyone else either.
1: Yeah. I don't know I,
0: whether that makes sense. It totally, it
1: totally makes sense. I you know, it's like the opening point. Like a lot of us tend to to judge our worth, like you were saying, Claire, by being busier and busier and busier mm. in our output. Um, and we don't stop and pause and think what we actually want or take time for ourselves no. to reflect. I mean, I think one of the key things, if we're going to give an action tip here is, you know, and something Claire and I do, is to plan our week ahead. Mm. But we put in the time for us uh, and, you know, we just block out time, whether that's for, like, just meditation, for learning, for going for a walk. Because if you don't do that, what tends to happen is you just sort of blunder into your week and there's, like, competing demands on you, uh, work, family, whatever... Uh, and your time for you goes out the window, it becomes the bottom of the priority list, when actually it should be up at the top of the priority list. So that'd be first thing, prioritize your yeah. time for yourself and actually plan it in.
0: Also like really, really take a look at what you have achieved. So this all comes mm. from not being good enough, not being enough, not being enough. It's kind of like, I, I've got got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do this to be enough, to to have enough um i don't know it's a it's crazy that we all do this and i'll put my hands up like i said um and actually i'm super super aware of it now so i'm able to pull it back i never used to be so that's why i used to get burnt out all the time (laughs) um but actually just looking at what you have achieved what you have done what is what is going really well in your life right now what you have managed to just achieve and create in your life um and actually, stop reaching for more and more and more because that's what's driving the constant doing, doing, doing. And I was saying to a client earlier on today, like, we do not need, we do not need like more complication in our life, mm-hmm. especially at midlife. We need to actually start thinking, do I really, that's what lockdown and coronavirus has actually given us. Another conversation I was having with a client this morning is actually really, really understanding what's important. Do I really need to do this, this, and this? What can I take out of my life? So I have more time, more energy, more space for the things that really mattered. Because what we do is spread ourselves so thinly. We're doing so much. Less is more. Less is more energy for the things that really matter. Less is more for the things you really love and the people that you love.
1: Exactly. I mean, I'd say, uh, talking about coronavirus there.
0: Um, we can't not. Depends, you know? when you,
1: depends when you listen to this. So hopefully at some point in the future, it's, it's just a distant memory. But... Um, it looks like um, we'll be going into more lockdowns or stuff, very or definitely more restrictions for a prolonged period mm. of time. So, I would just start thinking: if you found the, the first part of this, and since it all started, um, quite overwhelming, um, maybe start making your plans now about how you can start to carve out quality time for yourself. Mm. Uh, and slow stuff down because yeah. um, again it's a coping mechanism our brains love to keep us busy as a way of like deflecting from feeling so take this time now to think about you know, how you can get some more quality time for yourself how you could maybe stop some of the activities you're doing that actually aren't progressing you Uh, and and take on board the concept of less is more to to better your life. And if you're thinking about, um, because this is what comes up a lot, a lot of people are like, well, you know, I I just am too busy and too overwhelmed to actually Mm -hmm. do anything new or make a difference in my life or fix my physique or fix my relationship. Let me tell you now, that is is out and out an excuse. It really Um, is. Sorry, guys, but it's... Yeah. We take the time. Um, We have, like, tons of clients that come to us and, and they take the time yeah. uh, and they, they, they go through the process and they come out, you know, stronger, leaner, fitter, happier, more optimistic, greater emotional resilience, better, mm. greater mental resilience, better relationships. Um, and we're you... telling
0: you this because you we know it's possible for yeah. you. You know, it is possible for you. And here's the thing, you don't find time. I always say this, you don't find time, you make the time for what is important. And that's the thing, like... These excuses about I don't I'm too busy I'm doing too much. They are just a way of hiding from the truth that's staring you in the face, which is actually you just need to have the courage to make a first step forward and understand that it is possible for you, and just have that minuscule of self belief. You know, I know it's hard. I, I I come from a long many many years of not believing that I'm enough. Okay. So I know it's hard to take that first step, but just stop using these excuses because, as we always say, you cannot be comfortable and grow.
1: Exactly. Uh, I hope you're finding that useful. Um, let's just sum it up, I think, Claire. Um, if you're on the exercise over training train, um, <laughs> uh, so to speak, take a step back from it. Like, just take a step back now. Um, uh, here's another thing we always not comments here. Uh, every, every, like, 12 weeks or so, it's good to take kind of what we call a... a, a what do you call it? A de- de- Decompression week. Decompression. Where we do uh, much lighter training or no training. But if you are overtraining at the moment, if you if you're training really hard, you're not getting the results.
0: Stop blaming yourself.
1: Stop blaming yourself. Take a step back. Try trusting yourself to do a little bit less with more recovery and see how that works. Yeah. If uh, on the other side you're just feeling that life is overwhelming at the moment, you've got so much going on. Look at where you can reduce some of that, mm. and start carving out some quality time for yourself.
0: Yeah, because more doesn't always equal more. In fact, I would say less equals more,
1: and it makes life much simpler. and well, It makes
0: yeah, just be more present. Just I mean, and I am learning this all the time, so just stay with me. Let's do this together, um, team out there listening to this. Let's do this together. You know, let's like make sure that we. Make space for the things that are most important and not use doing, doing, doing as a way of hiding from our emotions and also from making ourselves feel more of value because it's just not true. You are enough. You are doing enough and anything is possible once you just slow down a little bit.
1: And in the spirit of slowing down, we are going to take our own advice. So if you haven't yet joined our free Facebook community, please do so. Uh, If you search for the Midlife Mentors Community, uh, you will find it, join it. We are in there with like hundreds of like-minded people now, Mm. giving loads of um, free bits of content and value. But here's the thing, we have been flat out since about April um, delivering a lot of uh, amazing stuff. Uh, Virtual retreats, challenges workshops, uh, and we'll be honest, we're, we're going to heed our own advice, less mm. is more. So from November, well, for November for sure, we're, we're going to step back from pushing all that stuff out there into mm. the wide world and just focus on delivering some real quality value yeah. into this group. So um we would love to see you in there.
0: I'll put the link actually the- in the podcast notes. So I'll put the Facebook group link in there. Do join. But James is right, you know, we've been balancing, you know, <laughs> we're... The life balance hasn't necessarily been there as much as we would like it to be recently. So, we are, yeah, we're going to take our foot ever so slightly off the gas and regroup, reconnect, and be a bit more present. Um, and, yeah, just make sure that we're putting that real, exciting, valuable content out in our Facebook group. But that's about it for November. We're going to take a little late autumnal
1: real. break. Uh, the podcast will keep coming uh, also yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. our YouTube channel Midlife the Midlife Mentors please go subscribe to that we're pushing out not just the podcast but loads of other content there yeah. Um, but yeah we'd love to see you in the group
0: we're sending you so much love thanks for being here take care bye, bye. bye.
1: you've been listening to the midlife mentors with claire and james davis
0: yeah. we'd love to hear from you so drop us a line at info at mentors.com with any questions yeah. or topic suggestions
1: and make sure you join us on our facebook page and youtube channel you can find us under the midlife mentors yeah. Yeah.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And don't forget to take the Midlife Reset audit now to receive personalized insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.